Hello. Hello. And welcome, welcome to, to Elementary, Elementary Springfield. Nailed it once again. Nailed it. Perfect synchronization. My name is Lauren Bott. And my name is Claire Sullivan. Hello. Hello. We're watching The Simpsons Seasons 3 to 8. Yes, because I have not watched it and Bock has seen it all. Seen it, been there, read the book, didn't read the book. <laughs> You've got a 10 uh, miles, st- no, 1,000 miles stare. Please don't make me do it again. Please don't make me do it again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a thousand year head start. That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, I was about to say 10 miles stare and I was like, that's not the sentence. A 10 year start? <laughs> Today's episode was season four, episode six. Marge gets a job. Exactly. She gets a job. Good on her. Good on her. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Very Marge-centric episode. Yeah. Uh, super fucking fun episode. I loved it. Oh. I what did you think? I was, when um, I There were some fantastic jokes, but overall yeah. I was very much underwhelmed. All righty. Yeah. I see. Well, I mean, we usually – I know that the, the idea of a podcast is to have <laughs> differing opinions. <laughs> What's happened so far is <laughs> not that. We've agreed on every episode, basically. <laughs> every episode we've been like, yeah, that's how I feel. Great. We agree. See you next week. <laughs> no confrontation. No, uh, <laughs> no tr- drama. No drama. Zero drama. This is the 100% zero drama episode. Uh, <laughs> until now. It's taken up to this episode. So, uh, where do we go from the start? Uh, yeah. How does it start? <laughs> well, the house is sinking. Yes. Uh, because they, well, they don't say it at the start, but the house is sinking in such a dramatic way that uh, Maggie starts falling towards the fan. <laughs> yes. Which I was terrified. I was like, is this the end of Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. She gets scooped up by Homer at the last moment while... <laughs> Him and Marge are discussing the fact that the house has just started sinking. Um, yeah, and it's like no one else's house in the neighborhood is sinking. Like, I mean, you would think there would maybe be some kind of swamp marshland situation. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, the neighborhood seems fine. Even Ned Flanders pops by to say that it's good pipe weather. Yes. What is pipe weather? It was a gorgeous day. I thought pipe weather's more like inside and cold, but he was like, exactly. Yeah. Nope. I would feel like it's by, by the fire, not just like choking down a pipe in the outdoors. Yeah. Funny day. Don't go together. No. <laughs> no. I really liked uh, Homer's impression, like in feelings on what it would be like to retire. Oh. Uh, because he's sitting on the couch thinking, God, retirement would be great. Uh, in his rich imagination, that is him lying on the couch. Yep. <laughs> Same, babe. Same. Same. Uh, yeah. I really feel like in lockdown, I've really come into my own uh, sense of what retirement is. Uh, <laughs> thought that I would retire at 34, and I have. Um, <laughs> a lot of baking, uh, a lot of looking at the garden. Oh, yeah? Um, what have you baked? Of, I definitely haven't made bread from oh, scratch. Fuck yeah. that. No, nah, fuck that. Uh, Too much work. If, to be honest, the only thing I've made is chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> And I haven't even experimented. My mum sent me her chocolate cake recipe, which is like my childhood chocolate cake recipe. Oh, yeah. So I just keep making that. Hey, what ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Thank you. It's so good. It's so sweet. It's oh, my like God. Lots of cocoa or like a dash of vanilla essence or like 
do a bit of this or like put strawberries in it. I'm like, nah, cup of sugar, mate. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> a whole <laughs> cup of fucking sugar in this cake. A whole cup of sugar and a whole block of butter. Yes. That's what makes cakes good. Right? Sugar and we can, butter. Fuck we can yeah. have chip cake that tastes like too chocolatey and too bitter. Yeah. Or we can do it the right way. The Just commit way. or go home, you know? Get in or yeah. go home. <laughs> so Homer wants to fix the house. Obviously does what anyone would do, which is uh, the... Watches uh, a DIY video. Put on a little video, uh, the 90s equivalent of looking it up on YouTube. <laughs> I, again, in my retirement, have definitely... Uh, looked to YouTube several times. Uh, how do I change, uh, how do I turn my own water off so I can change my taps? Oh, um, that's, that's did happened. you do that? I did, yes. Oh, good job. Thank you. I was also exponentially proud of myself. Yeah, that seems like a hard job to do. I imagine I would just flood the kitchen. No, you turn the water off at the main, so I had to go find the, main. the water main. Oh, my God. Where, Thank you. Where was it? In the ground? <laughs> Um, well, that's what the YouTube told me. <laughs> it's like it was actually like a husband and wife like DIY home repair team, and the wife was great because she asked all these really dumb fucking questions. Yes, so the, they're both like sitting in the front yard, and they're like, "Hey, so today we're gonna tell you how to turn off your water at the main." And she says, "Where would I find the water main?" And I'm like, "Fucking thank you, right?" But where? Where? <laughs> It's usually located near the front of the house. Oh. And he said, and it looks like this, and it usually has this weird cowbell thing sitting on the top of it. A cow? And lo and behold, I went outside, and there was a thing with a weird cowbell on it. It was just, I just feel like it just appeared out of nowhere. Like it didn't exist. I never saw it until <laughs> this day. Oh, I can picture those weird cowbell things. That's your water mate. Oh, my God. Yep, and you go in there, you just turn it a few times to the right, righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. Oh, my God. So maybe you turn it to, yeah, no, you, I can't remember which one. Anyway, and uh, and then you go inside and you have to turn the tap on until the water runs out, obviously, yeah. uh, and then you can then you can do any water stuff you need to do. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I did that, and then uh, my housemate, Lisa, had to change a tap outside at the back. Yeah. So I changed the kitchen taps, and then she was like, so I need to change the tap outside. How do I do that? I'm like, you've got to find the water main. She's like, where the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll show you. you got to find the weird cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> They're normally towards the front of the house. Yep. Like an expert. Like I'd been doing it a million times. <laughs> Obviously, you need to turn off the water main, Lisa. I can't believe you don't know where that is. <laughs> I loved Troy McClure trying to walk Homer through this DIY video. Yes, because that is what DIY videos are like. They're like, well, for me, when I've seen them, I'm like, I don't, is that even English? I don't even know. It goes from zero to confusing instructions <laughs> straight away. And I don't know how many times I have been in that situation. So like, fucking often. Like, Just use carbon fire, stucco lab. What? <laughs> Pass me what? my trowel. what funnily enough the jargon that was used by troy mcclure was accurately taken from a time life foundation repair book they just looked it up (laughs) i I love love that that. (laughs) 
That's great. Um, um, when my dad has done repairs on the house, um, where there's this infamous story about when he was building the shack. I also have a dad infamous story. Okay. okay, okay. So I've got two, right? So the first one is when, uh, actually, it's a trifecta. Yes. Um, so first one is uh, when my dad was building the shack, my sister was up on the roof with my dad and she was about 19 or something, helping him with the roof and then she fell off the roof. She fell two stories. Oh, my God. Yeah. And In my story, my dad also fell off the roof. Oh, God. Turns out when you're on the roof, you need things that stop you from falling off the roof. No, no, you don't. You just fall off. You just learn. <laughs> uh, second part, uh, at my old house, uh, there, uh, dad was building a staircase from the main part of the house into a room under the house. And so dad was building a staircase. And so for weeks, there was such a giant gaping hole in the middle of the lounge room and <laughs> the floor below was concrete. <laughs> How old were you? Um, I, I, I guess I would have been under nine. No, no. Small and, children and yeah. a giant hole that ends in concrete. Yeah, and mum was always like, please, Adrian, please put up a, a thing. A barrier. A barrier. Because the children are going to fall through. And he's like, they haven't so far. And then my brother fell through. <laughs> and uh, from all accounts, he landed on his back on concrete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny. No. Well, he's fine. So. Child pain. I only say this knowing that your brother is. Well, is a healthy man. Yes. With no problems with his back. Yes. But <laughs> that is such a dad thing to do. Oh my Don't God. worry, that'll be fine. No, that'll fine. Be so fine. And, the, and the last time, the, the, the third thing. Our dads would have gotten along so well. <laughs> they would have. They would have been like looking at houses, like do this, do that. And this, yeah. the last one, um, it's not falling off, but he was one day a bit tired uh, because there was something wrong with the dishwasher and he was like, oh, but he, what he really wanted to do that day was finish making the bed base for mum and dad's bed, right? And so he was tired from fixing up the bloody dishwasher, went down to the shed uh, using a giant circular saw. No. Yeah. He was cutting up some wood and cut off his finger. <laughs> Which one? Um, It was the pointer of his what? main hand, I think. What? How much did he lop off? He lopped off the entire finger. What? He never got it back. He lost his pointer finger? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's severe. Yeah. They had to take – he went through lots of operations. They had to take tendons out of his other, like, fingers and put them into that so he could, like, still move his middle finger a little bit. It was crazy. That's crazy. Did yeah. he ever have – did he ever have a phantom finger? No, I asked him, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't believe in that." Okay. <laughs> like, if I don't believe it, then it won't happen. Exactly. I'm like, oh. I don't believe your brother will ever fall through the floor, so it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking hell! So yes. So wow. Yeah. Okay, so my dad, I yeah. I don't know if I remember this or not, or if it was just uh, you know, how you have those childhood things where the, the story becomes immortal in your family. Yeah, yeah. So you think you actually remember it. Yeah. But I do feel like I do remember. I was in my room at one of our old houses, and Dad was on the roof, and I feel like I remember him falling off. <gasps> it was a cacophonous noise. It sounded like a thunderbolt had hit the roof. Oh my god! And he just doop 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 doop, doop splat. 
um, oh and he got and he fell on his head and he got a concussion, <gasps> but he was fine. Oh my god! He got a big split in his head. It was my and I remember it because my mum was absolutely terrified. Yeah, like just so so scared. And um, he could have died. He could have died. It was yeah. It was a little bit like that. It was a little bit of that. Fuck! Like this shit is real, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was really scary. Uh, so that was one DIY, <laughs> DIY gone bad, Dad. Uh, you got to listen to Troy McClure, Dad. Um, and funnily enough, when he was at work, he used to work with stainless steel and they also have cutting machines. <gasps> and he also lopped off a part of his pinky finger. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. Oh, my God! Our dance! Our dance. Just oh. lopping off digits left, right and centre. <laughs> They would have gotten on so well. They would have gotten on so well. <laughs> but he didn't take all of it off. He just took it off to the nail. Oh. Um, but it meant that he couldn't play guitar very well after that. Oh. Not that he could play guitar particularly well before <laughs> But it was kind of like, oh, now I, I can't even play, you know, Here Comes the Sun, which was his favourite thing to play. Oh, no. Yeah. Dad. He lost, dad. He lost his favourite dad song. Lost his favourite dad song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> A single classic. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Just putting it out there, Twitter, whatever, when we put this episode up, if your dad ever did something stupid at home yes. as a DIY, I want to hear stupid DIY dad stories. Oh, my God. Please so tell badly. us. Please tell us. <laughs> uh, so, so <laughs> anyway, uh, so they call Surly Joe's yes. the only home repair in town yeah. <laughs> and tell them to fuck off because it'll cost $8,500. Yeah. Once again, the Simpsons have no life savings. They've only got $500 in the bank. Never have life savings. They, ev- never, they never. Bart starts a lucrative slanty shanty business. Doesn't go as well. <laughs> a woman walks up and sees Homer and goes, he's hideous. <laughs> screams and so then they go to this retirement party yeah this old man where marge gets the idea to get a job at the plant now i just gotta say in the retirement yeah. party uh old mate Smith- smithers he organized this uh this sing song thing with these ladies singing a song and seeing burns dancing reminded me of that video of serena russo dancing have you seen that do you know who serena russo is okay so she uh, runs an unemployment provider oh yes i do know yes she's that evil bitch the other day she posted a photo of like it's funny hat day at work you do what you do to you know keep connected and her jacket was dripping in diamonds i would say yeah Right, yeah, sweet. Video of her dancing, and like oh. everyone in the office are like, "Yeah," and it's it's so ultimate cringe. I can't even right now. It's so disgusting. Like God. she is so evil, and it just like seeing Burns dance like that. When we say unemployment provider, yes. you mean employment provider. Yes. In order to qualify for unemployment benefits in Australia, yes. you need to be a attached to a job seeker job provider company yeah um except it's a fucking rot oh it's um, such a rot they get so much money and they don't provide you a job and yeah basically it's like yeah. some weird middleman that you know they get lots of bonuses for getting people work 
like anytime I've ever gone on the dole like yeah. that, I've always like gotten my like job provider and I'm like, cool, great. You're not going to do anything for me. A, because no. they don't know what the arts is. No, they've got no idea. I think that it just seems to exist for them to make money and for the government to be able to have some sort of third party so they don't actually have to do anything to yeah. help people. Yeah, <laughs> so fucked. Yeah, so Serena Russo is so bad and she makes a lot of money. Yeah, out of fucked. keeping people unemployed. That's why I call them unemployment providers because they provide yeah. you with more unemployment. I really enjoy the Spruce Caboose themed restaurant that they have the, <laughs> including the um, one of the waiters is a is a headless railroad worker. Headless railroad worker. Retirement party right this way. <laughs> it was like, have you ever been on the the tram restaurant? No, I haven't. Neither have I, and I really want to go on it. <laughs> I've always been a bit like, how do they do it? Because the trams in Melbourne are very rocky and rolly. You oh, get yeah. Around a lot. And then someone told me that they have special brakes and special things on the restaurant tram that keep it at an even keel. Really? That makes sense. Yeah. I've also heard it's um, you get your food right, but they have an open bar. <laughs> so well, people, you got it. You got it. So people would just get really, really, really smashed on the restaurant tram. Fuck yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like it's probably like you've got to heat that shit up. Like it's it's a tram. There's not a lot of room for a no. gourmet kitchen. No, this is a what? It's a single <laughs> tram. This. I feel like you're getting airplane food, so you got to, and that's why they have open bars on airplanes as well. Yes, <laughs> in in business anyway. <laughs> The Mr. Burns song is actually another Citizen Kane reference. Ding, oh, ding, ding, ding. I've seen Citizen Kane and I don't oh. remember that. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also I don't remember a lot of Citizen Kane. That's okay. the Rosebud one, right? I remember right. the sled and that's it. Um, so the retirement <laughs> guy is says tries to say a few words. <gasps> He says, I'm not finished. And Monty Burns goes, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> and throws him off the train. And so then, because there's a job opening, Marge goes for her job. And so she starts writing her resume, which says, homemaker, 1980 to present. And that's it. And Lisa gives it a little tune-up. <laughs> this reminded me slightly yeah. of when I've beefed up your resume in the past. <laughs> yes. I do come yeah, for you for help. You do. You do. Yeah. You have. And I remember that first one you sent me, but I think you must have been, it must have been kind of early on yeah. in our friendship, which means you would have still been like 22. Yeah. And it was a 22-year-old's resume. I do feel like there are people in your life that either know how to do a resume or don't. You are like, mm, I need to look at my resume. I need to update it. You immediately can think of one person that's like, and then I will send it to blank. Resumes should not be done in isolation. No. Oh, no. no. I, no, no. 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 I, every time I look at mine, I'm like, oh, God, it's <laughs> far out. So bad. But the other day I was having brunch with a hot fella. Special friend. A special friend. And I was like, oh, when I worked at so-and-so, and then because I'd mentioned a few times all the other places I worked at, he was like, wow, you've worked at a lot of places. That's impressive. I'm like, that's not impressive. Well, having worked lots of shitty uh, jobs since I was 14, 
Oh, I see. I don't right. think it's impressive. I think it's like, think oh, so. yes, I worked at that cafe. They're crap. I worked at this ice cream place. That place is no longer an ice cream place. It's below a club. That was terrible. We were just testing out the jobs for everybody else. Yes, exactly. Doing the Lord's work. Yeah, the pizza place. That was fun. I liked working at the pizza place. What was good about it? Pizza was good. Mm. Uh, it wasn't you gotta too... believe in the product yes. you gotta believe in what you're working with yeah it wasn't too demanding except uh, about halfway through the job I was there for like a year or two halfway through um, the pizza warmer died and so the owner just never got it fixed he was oh, like really? he was like no we don't need to get it fixed I'm like oh okay I feel like a pizza warmer is an essential part of a pizza place exactly you put it you put the takeaway pizza in the pizza warmer until the person comes to collect it so everyone just got cold pizza after that they would accept their pizza and they would say no one's telling me to buy one no so I wonder if he has one now Probably. Well, that place then shut down a bit after that because I think you want to do something else. So who knows? So Marge gets the job because of yep. her extended uh, resume. Yes. Uh, Homer and Marge now work together, which in Bart's mind looks like <laughs> the Curies <laughs> taking over some Japanese city. The Curies, we must flee. <laughs> oh, no. And they're like got laser eyes that are blowing things up. Because they had radiation poisoning. Yeah, because they discovered radiation. I want to say Mark's Marge's work outfit is so cute. Oh, my God. Yes, that was also on my list. I loved her outfit. Like, I love it so much. Like, the jacket and the skirt, very cute, plus that weird, like, fluffy shirt and then the very short tie like yeah she's having a little pastel moment there's like a frilly kind of work shirt over like a lavender style suit it's super cute yeah I love it and I love how short her tie is all I don't ties- know working girl kind of thing but also like she didn't hasn't worked since the 80s so it has a kind of 80s look to it yes I as well it. which I think is kind of an interesting detail yeah um the animators did have trouble animating Marge in the suit and her and her lipstick. The director of the episode, Jeff Lynch, said there were a few scenes where Marge, quote unquote, looks like a monster. What? I don't know what that monster is Marge looks like because I think they nailed it. But yeah. I'm like, I kind of want to know what that looks like. Yeah, because I thought she looked great. She, uh, <laughs> so the B plot this uh, episode is that Bart is continually getting out of taking this test. Yeah. Because Marge isn't at home, his calls for being sick are uh, met by Grandpa giving him a bunch of different home res- <laughs> remedies. <laughs> Including leeches. Including leeches. Uh, I love that Grandpa has the weirdest dropsy, jungle rot, dum-dum <laughs> fever. Like, I just really love the idea of the writer's room coming up with shitty, weird diseases. They're real diseases. <laughs> yeah, 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 it just sounds... Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> Coming up with the like the old diseases that are terrible and have horrible names. Uh huh. You used to get like dropsy is a real well, was a real name for a disease until they yeah. you know discovered things like germ theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other important places in science. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so there's this bit right which I've seen when Marge is at mm. work and she's like Burns sees Marge and sees how beautiful she is and hardworking she's just sitting in her room he's in love with her right so he goes and gets her flowers and bath oils and he's like here I do this for all my employees and then she looks out the window at the other employees and says that's weird because they have such they seem to have such bad morale around here and there's like a 
triptych of like a guy with his head on his hands and there's a woman who's like drinking brown liquor and then there's a man cleaning a gun saying i am the angel of death i've seen that and with the hat especially like in so many ways like the angel of death guy i've seen him on um a specific meme page for melbourne called put bars Mm -hmm. on the door and it's like uh, making fun of people in melbourne and the angel of death guy is like when you go into the bendigo and you're dating a dude and this is what he looks like but also uh, on she ends up implementing um funny hat day and so when it goes that triptych again the first guy's wearing a sombrero and Mm -hmm. the woman who's drinking hard brown liquor she's got like a hat with like mousse and like since the pandemic I've seen that image so many times of like what funny hat day on zoom feels like (laughs) I also just really love that triptych works really really well because the first two are there's no progression in what they're doing the guy is still crying the woman is still drinking yeah but it goes back to the propeller guy sorry to the gun guy who is now in a kicky little propeller hat but he's closer to his gun like and then he gets up and walks off like the hat was all he needed (laughs) that improved his morale it sure did. Um, but I really like the Simpsons. I mean, the the whole time they're always very anti-authority um, and they've got a real great way of like illustrating corporate greed and, you know, the power plant has got a, like, it's a great thing to hang these kinds of, you know, opinions off. And yeah. that's what I really like about that particular sequence. It's like the kind of band-aid to a gushing wound type thing. <laughs> We're not going to change anything about this. We're just going to add something in that makes everyone feel dumb. <laughs> Uh, also, I really enjoy that uh, Marge asks for the healthy snacks, which means taking the donuts away. And the donut guy comes to take the donuts away and he's swinging a chain around. He knocks Lenny into like a bunch of barrels. He turns around and goes, anyone else want to be a hero today? <laughs> but everyone is still wearing silly hats. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, you're right. He uh, falls in love with Marge. He tries to get Tom Jones and he starts his grand plan. Uh, Smithers kidnaps Tom Jones by yeah. uh, having a suitcase full of gas. Gasses uh, him. He, he gasses him and drags him off. Uh, pleasant sweet. dreams, Mr. Jones. <laughs> it's just like pleasant dreams, Smithers, Mr. Bond. He becomes this villain guy yeah. uh, when Burns calls March to the office and Tom Jones is peeks <laughs> his head out through a door. Smithers has a gun to his back going, that's right, everybody's happy. <laughs> Poor Tom Jones. Poor Tom Jones. He <laughs> was a delight to work with, apparently. Really? And offered to give everyone a concert after he did his lines. Oh! He was a real good guy. That's awesome. Yeah, super sweet. Oh. Really fun to work with. I love that. Yeah. I know. It just like it just makes him I think he's I think he's really nice. Tom Jones, unproblematic fave. Yeah, unproblematic fave. What a lovely man. <laughs> In the B plot, Grandpa is like driving Bart, and he's like, "You haven't heard of the boy who cried wolf, right?" Um, yes. And then Bart's like, "Ah, oh, glance at it." And then they stop at this uh, light where there are pedestrians crossing, and Grandpa's like, "All right, is the light green?" And Bart says, "It'll do, or whatever." And then they drive into oncoming traffic, or whatever. They live, but that reminded me of the way that my auntie drives. Uh oh, my namesake. Oh, she, Annie Claire. Yeah. She has this neck thing where she can't turn her head. 
Yep. Terrifying. Like she almost ran over when I was with her in the car one last Christmas. She almost ran over some teenagers and they just found it hilarious. She did not even know. Oh, God. I'm glad they found it hilarious. I know. Mum and I, whenever we get in the car, we're like, oh, at least we're not in the car with Auntie Claire. I mean, if you're going to be around Auntie Claire's driving, you want to be in the vehicle and not outside of it. Exactly. It's a very strong vehicle. Bart keeps claiming all sorts of weird uh, diseases again. Ow, my ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've thought from time to time. Oh, yeah. So Burns is lusting after Marge. He's got her on all of the monitors and he's sitting on the ground with his head and his uh, in his hands and he goes I had that dream about her again last night Smithers you know the one where they fly through the window and then we move into Smithers version of that just black and white romantic yeah. music swelling the windows fly open the curtains are flapping and Mr Burns sails through with a flourish <laughs> of his skinny little hands to come across Smithers this is quite a seminal moment in the Simpsons it is for me at least that's a very vivid uh sequence however uh there was an animation error during the dream sequence with Mr Burns um, that caused issues when dealing with the network sensors mistaking one of the lumps in the bed which was (laughs) supposed to be Mr Smithers knee as an erection Oh, my God. Well, he has this expression at the very last second of his dream where he, like, he closes his eyes and his mouth goes up and he looks like he's reaching an orgasmic crescendo. Yeah, I look at that and I'm like, yeah, that is a weird lump. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That felt quite graphic for the Simpsons. There is a couple of, like, almost, like, quite sexy moments you know, when Burns makes a real play for Marge and he says, you don't need to sue me to t- get my pants Heads off. off. I Ew. know. Gross. Ew. Gross. Also, similarly, when Homer says we're getting takeout and we're doing it uh, twice, uh, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, this episode was quite graphic. It was a little, it went a, it went a few places. Yeah. Likewise, it also got a little graphic uh, when Bart is finally making up his test and there is a stupendous sequence uh, where a Alaskan Timberwolf gets loose from Krusty the Clown's show and walks across town and um, walks past the cops who say, nice doggy, (laughs) zeroes in on Bart and then the graphic part is that Willie comes to the rescue. Claire, how do we feel about this? Oh, I was flustered. Willie's big arms. Yeah, he Willie. rips his shirt off. Yeah, the He's... the rig comes out. Oh, Willie's rig, it is, it is something. Willie is a main course. Yes, he, he is, is not a snack. It's not a snack. I want him to wrestle and scoop me up and. Yeah. Yeah, he's got such big arms. Wrestling wolves when you were at your mother's teat. <laughs> And his Scottish accent, Willie. What Willie. a man. What a man. What a man. What a, fucking, what a man. Yeah, what a man. <laughs> we start to come to the end yeah. of the episode. Everything starts wrapping up. Homer and Marge. They confront Burns and Burns like, oh, well, I guess if you love her. And then he ends up organizing Homer and Marge to have this romantic dinner where they're serenaded by Tom Jones. Who is trapped. He's chained to the floor. This is 
kisses Marge on the cheek. Help me. A hacks or anything. Call Interpol because it's English. Yeah. <laughs> Fireworks and it's, that's the end. That's the end. So yeah. what about this did you not like? Uh, okay. Huh? <laughs> eh? There were just lots of dead air moments. Like there'll be a silence or they'd be like, say something and it'd be like, uh, I, I guess I'd be like, hmm, that's funny. But then I wouldn't laugh. Okay, I see. So it didn't quite have the hystericalness of yeah. other episodes. I actually had a lot more fun uh, talking about it with you just now than I did watching it. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. I feel like this comes from the place where the nostalgia kicks in. Like for yeah. me, re-watching this episode is like, oh, this is great. This is why The Simpsons is great. This is me implanting my nostalgia. Yeah. This is me knowing that The Simpsons is great, yeah. having watched it before, and then just having that confirmed for me. Yeah. But for you, this is all new all the time. Yeah. So it potentially is where we branch off. Yeah. Where I'm sitting here going, it's nostalgic. It's great. It's hitting all of these moments in my life. It's that whole question of like, does it hold up? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, it does. And you're like, nah. Yeah. Should have been way tighter. Like, I actually did not like that joke where uh, Homer was like, ah, retirement. Because then it goes up and he, he's dreaming of the same thing, but then they just hold it for so long. And I'm like, okay, uh-huh. move on so to the, the next joke. I just, right. I get the joke, like fucking hurry up. So the pacing felt a bit off. Yes, the pacing was so off. But I there were do... individual jokes which were like really funny, but like the pacing was so wrong. I mean, I do feel like they, that it doesn't quite justify why Burns changes his mind. The only tiny giveaway is that he realizes that Homer loves her too. So yeah. it's about... Marge's happiness in the end I mean that's not before he's like threatened the lawyers with yeah. like a button that he just pushes that has 10 lawyers behind a screen and like <laughs> are they just are they just chilling out all day they're there like all the time they're on call to people <laughs> but then we go from that moment and just in a heartbeat where at another moment where he gives up on the whole thing and his yeah. crush goes away so I guess that the turnaround is potentially the 22 minute thing yeah having an issue uh i don't know if the simpsons was made now if they and that they could have all the time in the world the same way you know like a netflix show or something works yeah that they would potentially be able to see things through a lot more yeah well Um, i think if it was made now i don't think that it'd be like a 22 episode i think it'd be very different it would have like arcs and stuff because like like mm -hmm. bojack horseman is like arcs and things this kind of television doesn't exist anymore no because the way we watch television is very different that is you also now with your own television literacy yeah and putting it onto this show so is that fair as well (sighs) I don't know I guess we'll never know no that is fun interesting things to think about yeah it's a thought-provoking podcast not just talking about (laughs) our silly dads But why not have both? Hmm? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm so glad that we agree to disagree. Yeah. (laughs) That was great. And just like the episode, we've resolved almost nothing, but we're back at square one. See you next week. Next week. We love you. We love you. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, that said, next episode is New Kid on the Block. Oh, like the band. Yeah, like the band. Cool. Um, there is a new neighbour that Bart gets a crush on. Ooh. So we have Bart's first love. 
first love. Oh my god, it means we get to talk about first love next week. Ooh, yes, we do. This will be fun. Yes. Anyway, if you enjoyed this, please tell people about it. Yeah. Share us, love us, listen to us, tell your friends. Tell your friends, all that bizzo, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.